How much time till we're on? We're on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. Oh. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Ah, uh, yes, it is Sports Day for a Tuesday night edition. Scotty Sattler, Matty Rogers. We are a woogie-free zone on yeah. Tuesday night. I'm here. dirty. I'm dirty because I wanted to rip him about how good my 49ers were yesterday <laughs> against his rotten Cowboys. He was filthy, absolutely filthy. How are you, Daddy Vass? Yeah, good. It's been a while since I've been uh, pushing been, the buttons. Yeah, pushing the buttons. Okay, so in the chair. can you push just as a tester? Mm. Push your favourite sound bite. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm stoked you're back there pushing buttons. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> yeah, sure, Welcome sure. to the show, wherever you're listening to the show, through the Super Radio Network, SEN 1170 in Sydney, in Queensland, 693, 1620 on the Gold Coast, and Fanatic, Track, the app also, and even the podcast, wherever you get your podcasts from. Welcome to the show, and through our New Zealand listeners as well, SENZ, thank you for joining us on a Tuesday night, and to our partners, Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar is here, and World Gym Australia, Improving Lives Through Fitness. And we have got a very special guest, Taryn Dickens, who has won gold medal in the Invictus Games for our World Gym Australia segment. She's we spoke to her earlier on, didn't we, Rat? She's a inspiration. Inspiring young lady mm. she is, yeah. If you want to get involved in the show, 0457 736 736 or our New Zealand listeners. Make sure in New Zealand our New Zealand listeners tell us where you're listening from because I love to find out the different towns and different uh, provinces that you that you're uh, that you're coming from double eight double three. If you want to get involved in the show, I'm pretty sure Glenn will ring up one three hundred zero one eleven seventy. He's not on the line already. That's no, unusual. Not yeah, Give he knows time. he knows his place now. Yeah, right. Okay. He picks his times, doesn't he? Yeah. Now? Yeah. Yeah. So listeners, so Glenn will actually text our our text, text line, line. Yeah. and say, "Daddy, I'll give you a call back after the Taron Dickens interview." So he's like. He likes to make the run sheet. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. So we actually yeah. should send him a copy of our run sheet each night before the show reckon, so he knows when he can get in. Do you reckon Glenn should be in charge of our Whack Pack Awards night? Yeah. Well, he should. Well, we've actually got to finalise our. We could have some input. We've I'm got to sure finalise our, sure our official Whack Pack because there might be some people who we think should be in the Whack Pack. Mm. Like Lundy, for example. Should Lundy be in the Whack Pack? <laughs> He borders on the edge of whack pack. Right. So, yeah, no, I like Lundy for the whack pack. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think Ken from the Gold Coast. He's not whack pack. No, but like he made a comment about a wrestler last week. Hmm. He said Andre the Giant hmm. farted oh, did for 16, 16 seconds. seconds. <laughs> did a 16 second fart. <laughs> and, I, and I'm going to say this. I'm like, how do they know what? it was 16 what? seconds? What? Like who pulled the stopwatch out and went, that was 16 seconds. Or Why was would it, you have that information in your head? Well, it was, anyway. like, it was on set or something, wasn't it? Like, he was not yeah. talking. Or whatever. Well, he, was, he was shooting a movie and you said, hang on, guys. Hang on. <laughs> Maybe Are they you filmed serious? it. Yeah. That would have been, <laughs> <laughs> been like a cyclone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On the show tonight, one of your former teammates and one of the cross-code champions as well, Lottie Takura, is going yep. to join us. Yes. Talk about the Brisbane Broncos, but most notably the Wallabies missing out on the World Cup finals. Yeah, yeah. Good tourist, you said. Great tourist. Yeah, in what oh. way? Oh, mate, just always up for a good time. Yeah, <laughs> and, nice. Uh, never let the profession get in the way of a good time. Yeah, he's a good man. <laughs> he's a good man. You never yeah. ruined with him, were you? 
Uh, I probably did. Was he part it. of the Eddie Watch? Who like he'd like to be in and amongst the troublemakers? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He was. He was. We're all. We're all in the same wing of the hotel with Eddie at the end. <laughs> <laughs> As I said, yeah. Invictus Games gold medalist Taron Dickens is going to join us. Also, we're going to have Teamless Tuesday. T L T Pacific Championships kicks off this weekend, and I've got to say, we're going to go through the two teams a little bit later on. The Samoan team. Benny Gardner, oh. who's a great man, was at South Sydney. He's now at Penrith Panthers as an assistant coach to Ivan. Both he and Jamie Soward in, ch- in charge of the Samoan team. They've got a really handy side. Oh, oh they? It's yeah. a, it's it's a, it is not really handy. It is well, it is mm. a it is a elite side in many key positions. Yeah. Front row is insane. Bench. Is, oh, the bench. There's a player that is a really good front row in the NRL. They can't even make the seven. No. Yeah. No, no, it's impossible. Uh, mm. Also, even though that he's apparently in line for the New South Wales Origin job, uh, this man is going to join us tonight as well. Come on, that's ridiculous. Two, taking time out to give us some. T- now you want to, you oh, want to throw I, one I, up I, early, I wanna, don't I wanna, you? I've got, oh, mate, I've got, I've got. I had this food like a, just a little while ago, and I ate it again today, and I thought, man, this is so nice. And when it was when it was put to me to mm. eat it, I was like. I am no, I am not having that. Like I'm not going to eat that. And now it's my favourite. It is. It is. Vegemite crusket. Yeah. Vegemite on a crusket. Yep. With tuna. With tuna on it. Come on, that's ridiculous. I know. What? It sounds ridiculous. Are you serious? Vegemite crust, like Vegemite, a bit of butter, bit yeah. of Vegemite, and then tuna. Tuna on the Vegemite. <laughs> That's in, that's insane. Come it on, is. that's ridiculous. Uh, that, that's what I'm saying. It is ridiculous. But it's not. Once, once, once you have it, you found the new button. Once you have it, you will, I'm telling you, do yourself a favour. Oh. But I'm surely there's got to. Well, I mean, surely there's something that you've eaten. You thought that is going to be awful, and now it's just a it's a hit. Is it's a win? How did how did this come up? Well, my wife was training, and her trainer mm. said, "Oh, look, this is a really good snack. It's really low in." Um, Whatever it is that she needed to be low in. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, Calories. I don't know. Calories fat, or whatever, fat or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, whatever though. Carbs. Or I don't know. And um, so she was eating it. She goes, do you want one? I'm like, no. No way. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of tuna. Mm. And a Vegemite Cruskett says boring. Yep. Add it all together. Magic happens. <laughs> I'm, I am telling you. I'm telling you. Oh. What? I, I like the. I, I don't like the the tuna in spring oil though. I like the one with a bit of bit, bit of, of oil. oil. Olive yeah, oil. Okay, yeah, a bit yeah. of olive oil. Yep. On the Vegemite, on yep. the crusket, and it just the salty and the and the fishy, mm. and it just works. Now controversial. Yeah. It's. I hate Vegemite. Well, push push that button. That's ridiculous. <laughs> push that button. Come on, that's ridiculous. It's too salty. This, it's too salty. You should be kicked out of this country. Yeah, no. Yeah, you're out. It's no good. Mate, you're not meant to butter it like a big slab, you no. realise. It's like it's just it's a no. sweep across the bread. Yeah, you're no. right. Just well, sweep across right, the toast. Matt. Yeah, with one T. Just a sweep. <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah, not too thick. <laughs> no, no good, yeah. boys. Can, can, I, you know, can I just say, you I want to know from our listeners, yeah. I want to I hear... Something that sounds disgusting that is delicious. That they've ended up loving. That they've ended up loving. You know, my old man got me onto this when I was a little kid. Vegemite and honey on toast. No. Yes. No. What? <laughs> yes. Vegemite and honey. I was big with, I was big with, um, I was never going to eat halloumi. Yeah, you know, halloumi cheese, Greek cheese. 
Oh, I love it. And you put it on the barbecue. Never going to eat it. I said, you don't put cheese on a barbecue. Oh, it's the best. I eat it that much now. Oh. I get constipated. Oh, that's that's not good. Clogged up. (laughs) But I want to know if any of our listeners have come up with something. I like it. They're like, tell us something. Because I've I've become, I was such a boring eater before Mm. I met my wife now. Like, I was very, like, straight up and down. Like, Nothing flit, nothing fancy. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a bit adventurous in my old age. I want to, exp- I want to, I want my taste buds to experience a bigger range of, <laughs> of delicacies. No, hang on a sec. No, oh. no, hang on a sec. You know he loves going on reality shows. Oh, he he's pushing it. for my kitchen rules. No, or a no, 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 That's what he's doing. No, I can't. cook. We can see straight through. No, you. I can cook actually. No, what I'm, sa- what I'm saying, <laughs> I can cook if you're out there, producers. Um, no, what I'm oh. saying. Oh. Is um, I just want to I want to know I want to I want my taste buds to get the full gambit of what's available out there in the world mm. to eat, and I want to I want to try some crazy stuff. So if you if you like something, and it doesn't sound like and it's something one of those things, it's a bit strange, it's a bit out there. Send it in, and I'm going to I'll test it, and I'll come back next week, <laughs> and we'll talk about 0, it. Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six or double eight double three. What's a food that you thought there's no way I'm going to eat that, but once you tried it. You've never gone back. I tell you what, I to our New Zealand listeners, I went to a hungy once and they were putting all this cabbage in the ground, which is what a hungy is. And I said, there's no way I'm eating cabbage that's come out of the ground. <laughs> I think I ate three cabbages that night. <laughs> oh, imagine you oh, in bed that night. Oh, so back would, good. Back would have been it hating so it. so good. Old cabbage butt. <laughs> now, Marcus said, Sats and Rat, did you guys watch SAS last night? Would I you did. consider going on? Would your body cope? Now, uh, Rat, was asked a couple of years ago, and I actually asked him off air. It's something I, I, I'd love to do. Yeah, yeah, you'd kill it, Sats. You would. Now, I, I, I just I was struggling at the time with that autoimmune condition that I had, and I, sp- and I spoke to uh, Sammy Burgess. He'd just come off it. He won it, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he won it. Yeah. And, and I bumped into him, and I just I said, mate, they've asked me to have a crack at this show. What do you think? And he goes, mate, he goes, if you are struggling, he goes, there is no place to hide in there. Mm. He goes, they, they don't care who you are, what you've done. There's no favours. You are forced into doing everything. Do you know that and I, I think just, that's how I couldn't do see, it. See, I think Boyd Corner is going to be now, really though. difficult. Boyd Corner is going to be difficult to beat. And for anyone who missed it last night, it's a great show. It's on Channel Seven, and <laughs> Boyd Corner is going to be really difficult to beat. One because of the his physical fitness, two his ability to be resilient and go through. The thing that would play with your mind, I suppose, would be the same with Survivor Rat. Would be lack of food, lack of sleep. Mm. How do you get through that? Or going out of your comfort zones, like if you're not comfortable going through the you know the underwater piping and oh. the feelings that you what get about claustrophobic. getting buried alive yeah yeah that was horrible that that would just throw me straight off the back <laughs> yeah. I'm like, mate i'll run up a hill i'll yep. climb a rope mm. i'll do it don't, you don't bury me yep. don't bury me what about what about uh, i'm guessing woogie from our text line from uh 494 he goes i'm guessing woogie won't be eating french onion <laughs> dip. Yeah, no. <laughs> Remember, yeah, yeah, you've, yeah. you've heard that audio. Yeah, have we got yeah. that audio? We don't have it. Yeah, hey, don't we have no. it anymore? Uh, French onion. Um, yeah. What have we got here? Yeah. Uh, 171. Celery filled with peanut butter is primo. That's okay. disgusting. I'm into that. That's I'm, disgusting. I'm trying it. I've got celery at home and I have peanut butter. Celery. I'm writing these down. Well, Hansy says curried egg and curried sausages. Oh. I love curried sausages. Really? Oh, I've got a bit adventurous. But I used to only just have beef sausages. No, no, no fanciness around them at all. Now mm. I'm going all over the. I've, I've got these sausages the other day. They were um, beef with um, a bit of Vegemite, yep. a bit of cheese, and a bit of jalapeno. Jalapeno. Mm. So yeah, they were a little spicy. 
cooked them up for the kids. They hated them. They, was, they burnt their mouths. You, Dave, you always, you always go all right with spice? Yeah, I, I like spice. I like spice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Daddy? Oh, I'm all over it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Dave, Dave yeah. from Canberra. <laughs> Boys, peanut butter and craft plastic cheese on fresh white bread. Oh, hang You'll on a second. Thank you later. Craft, like, do you mean the, the sliced the, cheese? The, the sliced plastic, cheese in the yeah. cellophane wrapper. Yeah. <laughs> it's like peanut butter on white bread. Is that actually cheese? I don't know. <laughs> well, of course is it, it is. <laughs> well, of they call it, it cheese. Now, on SAS last night, Jason Ackermanis. Can we talk about Jason Ackerman? Now, this guy is not only a triple. Premiership winner with the Lions. He's a he's a Hall of Fame. He's a Brownlow medalist. Yep. He withdrew after one or well, halfway through the first show mm, with a sore toe. Oh. Now, <laughs> when he he said, "I've got to go see the um, one of the instructors, the DP or whatever he is," uh, pronounced limp on the way over, like terrible. Looked like they might have had to cut a limb off. Mm. Disappeared on the off. way back. What <laughs> <laughs> is the doctor going? There's nothing wrong with your foot, mate. It's not even swollen. <laughs> Mate, you you know what you like so so when you do a show when you do reality shows right yep um and, um, <laughs> what about you educating your own no, reality no, shows you get paid you, wanker. you get paid for how long you stay in there yeah okay in in some instances yep right so um with, with dancing with the stars every week you you got further down yep you, you got paid more money mm-hmm. so it's like it, it incentivizes you to yep. stay in there from what I've heard mm-hmm. there's none of that in this. So one flat fee? Flat, flat fee, go in, do your best. So one day in? One day in, out. ah, sore foot. You know what, 10 minutes beforehand, listeners, who didn't watch Free it? Free trip to Jordan. He was talking, yeah, <laughs> the Middle East, what about no. that? He's saying, well, yeah, I've arguably, arguably played one of the, the toughest open field sports around. Well, maybe you have, but you didn't represent your code really well last <laughs> Not night. Not at Jason all. Ackermanis. Every AFL yeah, I, I know. I, I know a lot of guys that played with Acker, and, and I've I've caught up with him a few times at, at uh, different golf events and stuff. He seems like a nice fella. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Look, he didn't he didn't do himself oh, any favours. Mark agrees night, on the text line as well. On this day in 1999, up to 50,000 rugby league fans marched the streets of South Sydney in response to South being booted out of the comp. Reclaim the game was the banner. Remember George Pickens up the front and. There were fans from every every side, not just South Sydney fans. There were fans from every team. Mate, can I just I just say mm-hmm. what, what, what the the courage of that talk to to stand their ground and you know, George Piggins, I don't know. I'm, I mean, it's almost like is he a South Sydney immortal? Do they, do, do you yeah, have he's a, in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah he's in the but, NRL Hall of Fame right, as well. Is he? But it, like, so, like league so, league. some league clubs have their own immortals yes. for their club. He, yeah. he'd, he'd have to be a. South I don't Sydney think South Sydney. They don't. I don't think they have their own Hall of Fame. It's such yeah. an integral part of the competition. Oh, yeah. Well, the George, George Biggins Medal is the Player of the Year, mm. and yeah, he's a very wealthy man, George, um, from a very early age. Uh, a very smart man, business-wise as well. He invented a, a couple of things that became mainstream. But outside of it, when, when they were fighting against News Limited, he put up a lot of his own money. And he had a lot of his private life really invaded like, to the point where his bins, people were going through his bins to try and find any evidence against him to try, yeah, yeah, yeah. try and expose him. But Well, he was going up against News man. Limited, basically. Yeah, well, it's one of the biggest, if not the, well, the biggest media yeah, organisation yeah. in the world. So, mm. uh, And end up, end up winning. So, yeah, he's, you know, South Sydney fans, they know how special, how special George is, of course. Now, I tell you what, Sat. Yep. I'm I'm, I'm going to I'm going to have to go and do some shopping. Why is that? Because there's a lot of there's a lot of messages here of yeah, things yeah. I've got to try. 
Hey, boys. This is from Graham. Toasted cream corn and cheese sandwich. Amazing. <laughs> Toasted cream corn and cheese sandwich. What? Wow. Cream corn. Cream corn. Call in. Tell us how, how, you, how you make it, Banana mate. and sugar on toast. That's from uh, 289. We've got... A Lebanese banana and sugar. <laughs> We've got That's Lebanese cold. cheese with lab bread, Lebanese bread, obviously, and olive oil. That sounds good. What are avocado and Vegemite on crustets? No. Crustets is Canara. No. Mm. Nah, Canara want... cowboy, yeah, nah. yeah. Avocado and Vegemite. Mm. Yeah, see, I, I think I, I, I just am going to have to go with that and say that'll be good because of what I've experienced on the, on the old crustket. But what about this? The oysters with bacon, Worcestershire sauce, and lobster. With cheese and parmesan. How much money are you on? Oh, mate, that's from three nine eight. Maybe but you might toast dunked in, dunked in. Hey, 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 can you? I was just about five oh five. You've got serious problems. Oh, okay, so can you read this one out, Rat? Maddie, Vegemite toast dunked in heaps of Milo, and milk. It's like Aussie sweet and sour That sauce. is crook. That's the... W- oh, now if I one don't of, know if I can do that. Come on, that's ridiculous. If one of those F1 drivers from the weekend would have eaten that, what, what would have been the outcome? Can I just say, can I just say, I, I'm, I, I am getting... Ex- I am getting I am getting a little bit more... Uh, what, what's the word? I'm, Expanded. I'm expansive with my, with my taste buds. Yep. But your palate with my palate. Your that's, palate. That's, yeah, oh, look yeah. at this guy yeah, go. Yeah. Thanks for thanks <laughs> for being here. Save me. Right Watch Master um, Chef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but 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 I still really don't like mixing foods. <laughs> like I don't like my peas to touch my steak. Oh, you don't have any problems at all. <laughs> and I don't like my <laughs> carrots to touch my. Oh no, you'd be a peas. dream to cook for. <laughs> oh mate, I hate it. Do you know, I I, I it, can't have the blood. I have my steak on a separate plate to everything else. Really, I can't have salad on the same How plate as hot food. You? You know, I, if I've got a steak, <laughs> chips and salad, I've got to have a bit of steak, oh, a bit of chip. Mark. A bit of, I, and when it comes down to the last bit of steak, it, I've got to have a last bit of steak, I've got to have a chip, and I've got to have some salad. So I've got to have... All together? I've got to you have... You don't put them all together. Yeah, I've got to have a piece no. together. I can't... Ooh. It can't be off. What yeah. about this Oops. one? Mm. Oh, Mark, where is it? Where, where are you, Mark? Did you, oh, Samara, peach, you're crooked Peach well. slices... In a toasted sandwich. What? Can't beat it. We've Mark. Got some really crook. There's so many people that, that are being inducted oh. into the whack pack from this. What about this one? Sensi from Sortel. Now, I remember, remember Earth and Sea Pizza? Yeah. They're yeah. still around. Famous in Byron Bay for many, many years. It was the first time I ever saw this Sensi. Banana on pizza, the best. Mm. They were the first I ever saw with banana on pizza. Oh, Peter from Bathurst. Mm. He, he's gone uh, sardines and lettuce. In a wrap. In a wrap. So wrap Nothing the sardines better. in the lettuce like, like Sanctuary Bow. Oh. oh, yuck. Oh, wow. Some really. Um, maybe I've gone a little bit too. Sardines uh, is one of those things. Maybe, that... I, maybe I can't. Look, there's just not going to be enough time to get through all these by mm. next week. <laughs> sardines would have to be the, the, like the last thing for me left in the cupboard. Like if, you, if you're real hungry and you need a, like a snack. Yep. Like, you know, if there's Vegemite there, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll put it on. Yep. Hate it. Sardines would have to be last. Sardines yeah. is just disgusting. Yeah, well, I like anchovies though. Yeah, they're nice anchovies. I like anchovies. Mitchy, best better than the rest is texting also, and he said, "What are you talking about? I love that pizza, banana pizza, banana pizza. Yeah, it's something. Vegemite on toast with tomato and pepper. Mm. Taste sensation. Steve from da- well, I expect Steve to be weird because he's part of our whack pack. Vegemite, Vegemite on toast with tomato and pepper. 
My dad yeah. has avocado and Vegemite. And well, I guess the Vegemite is sort of like the salt, isn't it? Like, yeah. It's very salty Vegemite. There's a lot of banana and Vegemite on toast. Pat's mm. the same. That's crook. That's really crook. Cobram Estate, premium Australian extra virgin olive oil. That's uh, We've got the good oil thanks to them. Now four debutants named to line up against Samoa. And those four players are Dylan Edwards on the wing, Hammer in the centres, Katoni Staggs in the centres, Selwyn Cobbo have all been named. Uh, it's not a bad side. Still, you'd expect that from an Australian side as well. A lot of people um, also have made themselves unavailable. Yeah, I'd, I'd think um, Paddy Carrigan could probably feel himself a little bit unlucky so not, not Oz, to be in the starting side. Isaiah Yo 13. Do you Oz think they've gone premiership winning 13 gets first shot? Potentially. Because <laughs> there's, there's a split hair between them, but they play very different games. Yep. They, they, they do play a very different game. That I, it does surprise me that Carrigan's not starting, con- considering the forward pack that like they're, they're going to be coming straight through the front door. The mm. Samoans they're coming straight down the middle, and Carrigan probably plays a little bit more, a t- little bit tighter, and yep. um, a little bit more front row style. Yeah, um, which I think might help them. Origin three Samoa. played that role, didn't he? Came mm. off the bench, Isaiah Yo, and played that more that sort of middle. Yeah, you know, fourth or fifth front rower. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. he's going to have to do that in this game. Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested and first cold pressed in northern Victoria. This is Sats and Rat for Sports Day. We'll get to Lottie Takuri next. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6. With up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Sats and Rat for a Tuesday night. Before we get to Lottie Takiri, we're going to talk to one of our listeners. 0457736736 if you want to get involved via text. Double eight double three for our Kiwi listeners. And Tony has called us on 1300-01-1170. How are you, Tony? Talk to us, Tony. Good, mate. Yeah, good. Um, talking about banana on pizza, yep. the, best, the best pizza you can have, mate. And it's a, a place at uh, Yarrawarra, Pizza League. Pizza League. Um, do they, they still have... have a, a, yeah, it's, yeah, sorry? Do they still have the Matt Rogers pizza there? <laughs> it's... Yes, they got the best. Oh, you know, you know it. <laughs> I know, I know, Vince. Oh, your your yeah. name's in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah Vincey, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, mate. And they got the, the top one. I think it's a Wally Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> but I have barbecue sauce on it, so I've got yeah, yeah, barbecue sauce, um, bacon, uh, the, the bacon, um, ham, mushroom, pineapple, and banana. Banana. Oh, mm, Matt, not sure about best. it. All right, well, we'll take your word Come for it. On, I might, I might try it. I'll try it next time I'm down there. I'm down this week. So Tony, you can have I'll all the banana in. on your pizza <laughs> yeah. all you like. You leave us out of that. Yeah. Leave us out of that. Let's get to this man. He's back with Australia, and Brown got it away quickly to Cross. This is Ryan Cross. What spirit of defence can it turn into attack? Ball inside, Medford to Carey. Lottie to Carey. Oh, what a try this is. Not be- just because of the finish, but because of the tackling that went before. What a great player in both codes. What a great man as well. Rad has said he's one of the greatest tourists as Good well. Good tour. And we'll bring him into Sports Day. How are you, Lottie? Thomas, how are you? Really well. Now, before we talk about the Wallabies and the Broncos, now, Rat... Let's after... talk about banana or pizza. Uh, oh, oh. Yeah, you do are you a banana, banana on pizza? No way. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Thank you. 
Thank you, Lottie. Yeah, That's it's just it's doesn't, dreamy. Yeah, doesn't sound right, exactly. does it? Exactly, exactly. Oh, now, sorry, I interrupted you there, mate. No, you're right. 67 tests for the Wallabies. Now, Rat has admitted that after 45 tests for the Wallabies, he still didn't know the rules. So, <laughs> at 67 tests, were you in the same boat? Mate, they change every year, mate. If Rat didn't have it on you, mate, he, he started the year before me over there and he played at school, so I had no idea, mate. I was still asking Morgan Turanui on the field what some of the moves were. <laughs> did, you, did you ever, did any of you ever put you through any of the, um, the, uh, the spot test where he grabbed you and, and test you on all the moves and stuff at training? Did he grab you and do that to you at all, Lottie? He got me a few times. No, did he get you a few times oh, on that, did mate, he, mate? Well, you were playing, sometimes you were playing 10, sometimes yeah. you were playing 12, mate. Yeah, so you had to, I guess, know some of those plays. Mm. Um, mate, I just, if you were playing 10, mate, I just said, mate, just hit me on a cutout, dumb cutout. <laughs> <laughs> mate, I do remember calling plays at times and looking over to you and seeing a very blank look on your face. <laughs> 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 oh, good times. Hey, uh, Lottie, what did you yeah, think well. um, in the aftermath of the Wallabies missing out in the finals? What was your yeah. first reaction? Um, well, they obviously didn't deserve to, to, to be there, obviously, with the, with the way they played. They were, you know, I, I, I had faith in Eddie. I probably still do have a little faith in Eddie. I think he is the right man for the job. Um, he was up against it with a squad he picked. Um, we all know you need a, a lot of um, cohesion in the team to go to, to win anything, really. And, mate, they, they went into that, you know, the World Cup uh, with... You know, three or four different captains, combinations, ridiculous combinations that, you know, you need to build combinations going in the big tournaments. And he just didn't have or give the players enough time to do that, mate. And they were always, in my opinion, doomed to fail. Mm. Yeah, it's a good point, Lottie. Mate, just, just on, on the, the, just stay on the rugby quickly, but I, but I think a lot of people, what they don't realise in Australia is how big rugby is internationally like particularly over there in europe through you know france and through ireland and england yep. it's just it's a massive game isn't it like it, it's it's as big if not bigger than rugby league is here would, would you agree yeah it is especially in france mate i think um and, and england you go to some of those places and mate they've probably never even heard of you you probably haven't never even heard of them as well and they're really uh you know patriotic about their teams they um, it, it's a great part of the world to be in at the at the moment. I reckon mm. um, I'm, I'm probably dis- a little bit disappointed I didn't get there for the for to see some of the rugby. Um, you know, um, and I reckon if Fiji make the semi or the final, I think I'll. Uh, <laughs> I think you'll um, find a way to get over there. A little uh, junket for Lottie over there. I'm sure a sponsor would love to have you there. I'm sure. I'm sure, mate. I'm sure there will be. <laughs> hey, mate. Um, your Broncos. So they went pretty close this year. Mate, um, yeah, they, they, look like, they look like they're building. They're building something pretty special there that could go on for many years to come, build something perhaps like the early 2000s yeah, and mate. 90s. Do you think this that loss is going to knock them about too much? Or do you think they'll young enough and oh. short enough memory to, to get over it and move on? Yeah, I think Corey Park, I think Lockie sort of said, you know, it, it'll weigh on them a fair bit. I think happened to them after two... 15 was it when they yep. when they lost to the Cowboys? Mm. Um, but I think these bikes are young enough, and they've been all year in the sense of just brushing off things. But mate, they were there. They actually had that game one, didn't they? They, mm. they the game was there. Um, they are building, but in the modern era, mate, I think young blokes are a lot more. I don't know, savvy, but there's more people in their heads around you know what money that can earn potentially and. Um, it's just keeping that young squad together. 
yeah. uh, is going to be a big worry for Brisbane. Yeah, and Heron was an unbelievable in that grand final, and, yeah. uh, and they've got a few more that they've got to try and keep on their books. Mm. How they replace Adam Reynolds is probably the biggest hole, isn't yeah, it? At the age of the years, yeah. thirty-three years of age. Now, um, yeah, Lottie, what do you reckon? Do you oh, give him another year? Do you oh, give I'll him give another it, couple of years? I'll give him another. Well, I, I don't think you need to make a decision now, Lottie. I think yeah. you need to probably after seven or eight rounds next year make a decision then see how his body. As you know, Lottie better than anyone, your, your body ages yep. in one preseason, yep. doesn't it? Mm. Yes, it does, mate. And and you know. It, he plays in a position where his cops each, each traffic as well. Um, but he seems to have bounced back. They've looked after him really well. I think they, they try and keep him on as long as they can and um, mentor a few of these younger kids that are coming through. Now, before we talk about the Carl Webb charity game, which you're going to be playing in this weekend with a lot of other legends, really quickly, Michael Maguire, you won a comp in 2000 and you go to Rugby Union and then you win a comp in 2014 under Michael Maguire. Now, he's been yep. mentioned as a possible New South Wales coach. He said he's learned a lot mm. since leaving South Sydney. And do you think with the short-term coaching and you've played a lot of origin, do you think he'd yes. be able to handle that pretty well, Madge? I reckon. I reckon Madge would be, if not the, the leading candidate, because he's really passionate about uh, about what he does. I, I know you know, mate, and some of the players that have played under him, um, you know, uh, to sustain that amount of passion for, you know, 26, 28 rounds is really tough. He's obviously said that he, he's learned a, a fair bit. Um, but I think, you know, a six-week block with, you know, cream of the crop players, I think um, Mads could do, a, could do a really good job mm. with yeah. Nathan Cleary there and the players he had as, as at his disposal. Yeah, I, I think you're right, Lottie. Um, mate, now this weekend... You're strapping the boots back on. Now, tell us a bit about this. This is for, uh, for the Carlton. No, I'm not, so mate. I'm, I'm in Sydney. Play? I'm in no. Sydney. Uh, my daughter's no, playing for Queensland soccer. I would have been there. But um, you're strapping the boots on for the Carl no. Webb charity for, for, the, for the M&D Legends team, mate. Tell us a bit about this. Yes, mate. Who's playing Yeah, mate. Well, so it's, um, oh, mate, it's, a, it's a fair crew. I think mm. um, Greg Inglis was playing. You know, Mike Bird. The Dirty Bird. Um, <laughs> who else is there, mate? We, we, we got Craig Greenhill, Ash Harrison, from... Dallas Johnson, Ben Ash Barber, Harrison. Brenton Bowen. Yeah, Jeez, it's a, mate, this team. Well, yeah, Matty Bowen, I think, too. I, I think it's a testament to Carl Webb and yep. the, I guess, the impact he had on, on the game and on the plays he played with. Um, fun-loving bloke, he still is. But he's going through a tough time at the moment. Hopefully, we raise a little bit of money for him. Uh, I'm not looking forward to tackling or, or doing anything, mate. I'm, I'm probably looking more like a front rower than a winger these days. I've got a feeling Cookie um, might come I'm out, LT. Nice mate, Cookie, Cookie <laughs> came out when I was... Is this his alter ego? Fit, so if you could... No, <laughs> have, mate, you, have you seen Cookie, the movie Men of Honour? Yeah. With, with, with Robert De Niro one. and Cuba Gooding Jr.? Yeah. Cuba Gooding Jr.'s in the big yeah, diving yeah. kit and yeah. he's trying to walk and he can't lift his legs. Yeah. That's LT at pre-season. <laughs> Cookie. <laughs> Cookie. <laughs> do we call him Cookie? Yeah, he might come out, eh? So stay away from the ball, LT. Cookie or? will be there after, uh, after two runs <laughs> and then I'll be putting my hand up. <laughs> oh, no, oh. Fun, now, we see the cricketer Chris Lynn's going to be playing as well, so he, he'll be an easy target, Lottie. He's on your side, but I'd love to see him get snapped yeah, well, in half, Lenny. Yeah, Lenny, he's a good bloke too. He's, he's been on the text during the week. Um, he said to everyone, look after him. He's made a chalk. He said, quick, <laughs> made a chalk. That made me laugh. Uh, um, I think he's looking forward to a few drinks after the game, more so the game. So um, he will have that foreign post-game, hopefully. I remember his first, when he went to the Caribbean um, IPL, the yeah. Premier League, 
his first time. I said, yeah. you, who'd you live with over there? He goes, I lived with Chris Gale for six weeks. Oh, oh God. <laughs> what about that? Yeah. So you can see Lottie in action. Lottie in action with a lot of those other NRL and, and cricketing stars. This Saturday, yeah, 14th of amazing. October. At, yeah, KO Stadium at Redcliffe. Gates open at 12.30. Main game kicks off at 3 p.m. Tickets at ticketech.com.au. Lottie Takiri, always great to catch up with you, mate. Thank you for joining us on Sports Day. Good to see you. Yep, thanks, boys. Take it easy. Good on your sure, Make sure Cookie doesn't come out. <laughs> Let's get to a break. Sats and Rat on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. He's a good chat, isn't he, Lottie? Ah, he's a funny Great guy. guy. He's a good Great guy. Great guy. He's just so easy to get along with. I forgot about that, actually, with his Fijian heritage. He's, he's still got skin in the game, hasn't he, with Fiji through the finals? Well, his dad was like quite a gun Fijian rugby player. Okay. Um, yeah, but he, he actually never played rugby until he came to came over to, really? to rugby professionally. Wow. Now, I want to, after a chat with Johnny Cartwright last night about the New South Wales job and how interested he is in taking that role on, I, it got me thinking last night about some of the things that he said and around the New South Wales Rugby League. And I suppose the question I want to throw out there is how serious is state of origin to New South Wales Rugby League? And are they creating an opportunity and making it attractive to, to coach the pinnacle of the game? And I suppose, Rat, and Daddy Vass and listeners, there'll be a lot of people out there who would say, oh, you two are Queenslanders, you shouldn't comment. But I think we can comment because the QRL looks like they're setting the standard of what the modern game should look like and how important state of origin is because New South Wales looks like they've made it clear that it will probably be a part-time role. And if that happens, a part-time offer means you get a part-time mentality. They will interview, will they interview a shortlist or will they just make a decision, which is fraught with danger, and you're currently having potential coaches for the New South Wales Origin team making themselves unavailable. That's unheard of when it comes to Origin. Now, unless they made, unless they made an offer to Freddie Fittler that he had to refuse... Sounds that way, Fats. ...to make a change, defeats will continue if, you, if you're dealing with an opponent like Billy Slater. And what I mean by that is he ensures his team is prepared within an inch of its life from... The trial matches in the NRL and the research that he does, I've, I've been told that basically during the rugby league season before Origin, out of the games that he does with Channel 9, he locks himself away and says to Nicole and the kids, well, I've just got to watch players. I've got to do research on potential players for Queensland. And if you're dealing with an opponent like that and who's prepared to prepare his side within inches of its life, like I said, New South Wales rugby should be careful what they wish for, Rat. I, I just so here's my take on it. I, like you know, in the Origin circle, in the Origin world, it's our it's the game's number one showpiece. It's so unique that we have this. It is so unique to be able to put the best players on the world in the world. I mean, barring a few players that you know, a few Kiwis that'll probably be be up in the top thirty or forty players in the world. You got the best in the world going at it on a football field that is so unique to our game. And, div- and, and divides and, and, and divides think, the states as well. And, and think about the, the money it brings in. Like to think that, uh, I, and I know, like it's a six-week 
program in terms of the coaching side, but it's, a, it's bigger than that. Oh, yeah. Your development, everything. And it, and it is so important, that role. And I don't think, I don't think State of Origin survives the way that we know it as, now, as, as we do now. I don't think it survives another six or seven-year dynasty of Queensland. I, yeah. I don't. I, I just – I know Queenslanders will show up. If, if New South Wales goes for another four or five years of getting toweled up, mm. I just don't think – I mean, I, I don't think they show up to the games. The fans? The fans. New I, just, I think they throw their hands up and go, this is a joke. But, you know, our state's not taking it seriously. Many said that during that eight in a row for Queensland. And then Laurie Daly, of course, broke that shackle uh, in the ninth season. Many thought that New South Wales fans wouldn't turn up during that eight-year that eight domination, but, but they did. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just I just feel like I've got to say, it's, Rat, it's a, I feel like it's in a I just just the the feeling I got around that New South Wales side and and the the commentary from fans on social media, all the stuff that we get now that we didn't get back then. Yeah, like I just think it it could get it could turn real ugly for State of Origin. I think it could turn even further more ugly if it's a part time role. Well, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, it's like, are they taking this seriously? Are they actually putting the resources that it deserves, the resources that it deserves based on what this generates, what it creates and what it means to your state, are you putting behind it what uh, what it generates and, and what it means to your fans? Are you, are you, are you really offering a part-time role? Because everything else rolls off origin. Yeah, yeah. yeah commercial dollars, um, you know, the, the, the funding that you get through and the revenue you get through through the commercial dollars allows you to also bleed down through your grassroots, whatever yep. it may be. So the success of your state means a whole lot more than just the game itself. Yeah. And, and look, the, the reality is this, like state of origin is what it is. Mm. There's two states to play it, New South Wales and Queensland. And it's easy to sit back and go, well, we'll be there next year. But it's not like it's, you got to, and that's, Oh, I don't like saying that that's why Queensland get it more than New South Wales, but it just seems like that's why Queensland get it more than New South Wales. Well, it looks as though they're giving a, a reason for, for Queensland fans and Queensland officials to say exactly that. Yeah. What do you think? 0457 736 736 or even the Kiwi listeners, if you weigh in on origin, 8833. One of our Kiwi listeners has just texted in, uh, 6146. He said, if Madge's New South Wales coach, Queensland will sweep them. I think, you know what, I, I think Johnny Cartwright would be a great coach. I think Madge would be a really good New South Wales coach as well. He says he has he has learned a lot as well from the last time he was a, he was a head coach at South Sydney and the West Tigers. So, yeah, tell us what you think. 0457 736 736. This is Sats and Rat on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6. With up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Well, it's touched a few nerves with New South Wales fans. Our discussion around the New South Wales Rugby League potentially offering a part-time role to their next New South Wales Blues coach. And on the line, one three hundred zero one eleven seventy. Adam from Carlingford out around the Epping region. How are you, Adam? Good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, really well. So what's your thoughts? Um, well, just in regards to the comment you made earlier, you guys made earlier regarding the fans, um, so when the you know, Queensland's last dynasty where they won eight in a row, you know, we had people over and whatever, 
to sit down and watch the game. And then it kind of got to a stage of where people go, well, is there actually any point of watching it? Because the game's got to be a foregone conclusion. Mm. Yeah. You know, you don't want to have that mentality. But for people who aren't really invested in it, they kind of lose lose interest in it. Yeah, yeah. And that, and that's that's what I'm sort of talking about, Adam, I guess, is just that you, you don't want to – it means so much to both states. And it's, it's easy to just, you know, roll with the punches because you're going to be there next year. But – you know, if, I know as as a fan, oh, I get, you're a New South Wales fan, eh? Yes. Yeah. So, so you want to see New South Wales invested in every way, shape, and form into into mm. absolute every way they can to get the best result possible for their team. Would I be correct in saying that? Yeah, definitely. How do you feel about? Yeah, it? You would know, like to think your team would win every year, of course. But yeah. You know. How do you feel? How do you feel it's going at the moment? What, what, what's your thoughts on this whole New South Wales coach situation at the moment, and how Freddie was well, sort of offered like, a got? I think yeah. it was kind of being thrown under the bus to an extent, just you know, with all the all the media speculation as well, mm. which doesn't help, obviously. Well, yeah. Marky Mark on the text yeah. line says, Adam, in Origin, it's been reported that Freddie said no, no, because he was only given a five month role and was offered that as a contract. We're already on the back foot from the start. Mm. It makes a good point. Like I say, be careful what you wish for if you only offer a, a part-time role. Yeah. They just don't have enough spirit, do they? Oh, oh mate. Don't say that. We go into New South Wales. Yeah? <laughs> Someone's going to reach through these phones and grab you by the throat. I was looking for the Queenslander button. <laughs> Why don't have Benny Elias involved somehow, passionate as they get? Yep. Mm. Yeah, he certainly is. Uh, the, the, the thing is, you just you can't have too many chiefs in the kitchen. And what I was saying before, Sats, is yep. about when, when someone gets this job, the, 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 the people, if it's not Benny Elias, you know, the likes of Benny Elias mm. need to rally around yeah. that person yeah, and, and build up, you know, what New South Wales is about, you know, what they're going in to do. And, you know, they're going, I mean, that uh, there has been a little bit too much of, um, you know, he said, she said, or, mm. you know, it, just, it looks a bit ugly in the press when you see them going at each other, particularly the New South Wales press going after the New South Wales coaches. Hi, guys. Why would the NRL look at a coach who's been sacked by their respective clubs as they lost faith in, faith in them and now put their hand up to coach at state level? Give someone like Tubes a chance. It would be refreshing. Damo from Ballina. Well, he'll definitely go into the mix. I've got no doubt whatsoever mm. because he's not a coach at NRL level and... And they don't want to try and to clash as much as possible. Thanks, Adam, for your call. Also, also your text messages. We'll get to more of those in the next hour. And coming up in the next hour, Taryn Dickens, gold medalist in the Invictus Games. Also, that's ridiculous. Have you got any that's ridiculous? Make sure you send them through 0457 736 736 or 8833. I'll tell you what's that's ridiculous. In New Zealand last week, petrol $3.15 a litre. I feel sorry Come for you. Come on, that's ridiculous. That's horrible. I know. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. 
you really need to roll up the uh, the listeners, don't you? Oh, well, welcome back to the show. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome to Sports Day. Sats and Rat here. Now, we're going to get to your text messages because, like I said earlier on, it has touched a little bit of a nerve. There's some New South Wales fans that are... Oh, one of them's into the vasculator. Yeah, well, they are, they? the daddy. Now, I've got this one here from <laughs> uh, Harlem Shine, Auckland, in Hearn, but Hearn Bay is in Auckland just before you go over the bridge, not far from the viaduct. I think the AJ Hackett... Bungee jump is not far mm. from Hearn Bay. If your panel could name a Kiwi origin team, if included next year or in the future, well, that would really be like your test, test side. side yeah. I'll tell you what I'd love to see. He said SEM well, well, Z no, forever. Well, well, they might be saying name a Kiwi origin side out of the Kiwis that have played origin, like your James Tamas, your Carmichael oh, Hunts. Okay. Yeah, you know, there'd, there'd, be, there'd be a few. Fair few. Yeah, I'll tell you what I'd love to see, Harlem Shine. I'd love to see Auckland versus the rest of New Zealand. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. I'd they like should to play that. that during Origin. You couldn't do North versus South. I don't think it'd be enough South Islanders that have been exposed but that to... But you know what that could create? That could create a New South Wales versus Queensland type rivalry. Because the North Island would pump yeah. the South Island for the first few years. Absolutely. And they go, right, let's get, <laughs> let's get this right. And the way that rugby league's growing over there, it's phenomenal. What did Rooster Muzz say about Rooster Muzz says, Mr. Basculator. We, when he says we, he's meaning New South Wales, have have more spirit than the Broncos showed in the last 20 minutes of the grand final. Oh, Too ouch. soon. No, ouch. it's not. Ouch. Not when you're bagging New South Wales, mate, to all our New South Wales listeners. Exactly. Exactly. Get involved in the show, 0457 736 736. Kiwi listeners, double eight double three. If you want to get involved and you want to hear your own voice on radio, one three hundred zero one eleven seventy. Thanks very much to our partners, Kia EV6 GT, World Performance Car of the Year. We're going to have a tip for you very soon as well. It's been very successful, that tipping service we've mm. had. Good, and World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness. And Taryn Dickens is going to meet with uh, talk with us very soon um, about World Gym Australia and her gold medal in the Invictus Games. So... Let's get to some of your text messages. Eddie Jones to coach New South Wales. Now, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yes. Peter Come Bathurst. on, that's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've got from Michael from Genoa. He says, hi, gents. When it comes to state of origin, be it New South Wales or Queensland, I just love the show they put on. There's nothing like it. And you're right. And, and what we don't want is we don't want either state not to do it justice. Yeah. And, and that, that's, that's what I worry about, Sats. Mm. It's, it's not that, you know... That one side beats another. It's it's a, a state doesn't do do it justice, and you know this part time New South Wales stuff. I mean the game's grown. It's grown to a point now where it it needs to be handled. I think in a full time capacity. Absolutely. That aspect of the game. Well, there's so much at stake. Like mm. you're saying, there is so much at stake, and it's not only the the three games itself, and it's not only the preparation you've got to go into making sure you make the right selections. It's not about all about their form. It's about if you're going to bring a debutant in, what sort of teammate are they? The research you've got to do around what are their training and their work ethics like? What's yeah. their rugby league IQ? It's, it's much more than just looking at the NRL and going, yeah, that guy's going good, that guy's going good. Exactly. There's more to it. Uh, text here from uh, 994. Um, I said, hey, guys, can you tell me what funding New South Wales Rugby League give back to the game? In particular, in particular junior rugby league, from what I see, they, from what I see, they do nothing uh, but a handout. They require... They require all approved uniform supplies, which has to be approved by New South Wales Rugby League, to pay a fee to New South Wales Rugby League, which gets passed on to junior clubs. How is this giving back? Um, well, the, the, I, I'm unsure. Well, the money gets fed down through a number of funnels. Mm. And whether it's government funding yep. for various programs, 
whether it's the revenue that's taken through commercial and naming rights. Yep. For example, you know, the Bryden's Blues. Yep. You know, that, to, Lee Hadjipentalis pays a lot of money for that mm. to get the naming rights to the, the Origin side. All those commercial – the revenue that comes through Origin as well gets also fed – a large portion that gets fed through the New South Wales Rugby League. Well, can I say this, Sats? And, and, and I'm going to be a, a bit of a complaining parent here. Mm-hmm. Like my, my, my daughter plays soccer. Now – what I do know about rugby league is is the money that you pay to play rugby league is a lot less than what yep. you pay to play soccer. Mm. And the money that I've had to pay out for my daughter to play soccer this year is astronomical and, and I'm furious about it. And, and particularly, she's a young woman, my, my daughter, she's mm. 16. She's playing for Queensland right now, yep. actually right now, mm. down at Wynn Stadium. Um, I'll be going down there tomorrow uh, for the national titles. But they just had the Soccer Women's World Cup. They, they yep. made I, I can't I couldn't imagine how much money they would have, they would have made out of that out of TV rights and and having it here yet the money that we still have to put in for our girls to play mm. is just it blows my mind and I know rugby league you pay a lot less and I know that's because it's subsidized by the state bodies so Queensland rugby league New South Wales rugby league they fund, they, they put a lot of money in for insurances and all that mm. sort of stuff so your fees are a little bit less yep Um yeah, I, I I just know it's not that not the case in soccer. So there are some things that they're, they're doing that, that are good, but I, I'm not sure how transparent they are on you know saying where the money's going and who's getting what and all that. Sort there of is stuff. some codes, and there is actually some junior rugby league regions where your registration fees are paid for. Mm. I'm not sure where they are, yeah. but I have been in conversation where I've I've heard the registration fees are paid for, which which is a, a big expense to the governing body, wherever that's what state that is. Mm. But it's a huge relief to the fa- to the family and would would obviously entice families to, to involve their mm. their child, male or female, into the well, sport. Well, I know without a doubt there'd be there'd be some girls not playing this this week in my daughter's side. Just couldn't she, afford she, it. No way. There's no yep. way they could have afforded mm. it. And, yeah. and it's it's horrible. What you know? Biggest achievements, maybe the biggest achievement from a sporting perspective that they may ever get. Absolutely, as well. Which is sad. We've got one of the board members of the WAC Pack, Glenn, on the line. How are you, Glenn? Hey, Glenn. G'day, Sats. G'day, Rat. How are you, boys? Really You're good. Well, really what's good. happening? What's going on in your world at the uh, moment? Mate, can I just start by saying that a piece of banana on pizza does not a real Rat Packer make, boys. No way in the world. Mm. Now, have you have you blokes seen the new Cabriad with the uh, young Wallaby supporter and Nick White? No. Geez, oh. they do fantastic. Cabries are absolutely brilliant. <laughs> Better than going? the rugby. And, Where's this going? Yeah, mate. It's true. No, they do. Cabries ads are just fantastic, mate. You know the one, love your dad and all that. They're yep. brilliant, mate. Mm. Um, and yes, John from the Rag and Famish, mate. Yes, I will be down again soon. Thanks for the messages today, mate. Thank you. And how ironic was that uh, twin sisters, Randa, Panda and Randa, cooked a sheet kebab as part of their winning menu on MKR. And finally, well done, Team Reader, and what a voice, Terran, on taking home the... See, he's talking about the wrong reality shows. I was hoping he was going to get into SAS. Exactly. I was hoping, give me something. Yeah. Go hard at something on SAS. A lot of sports people in there were, were called Sports Day. Well, it's fresh, isn't it? Yeah. 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 But you want to talk about MKA Mander every time. Mander and Panda. Yeah. Shit Mander, kebab. Who's Mander What's and MKR? Panda? Are you serious? My, yeah. Are you serious or not? No. 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 Oh, okay. Um, gents, 
the outlier, Tony Carroll, played for New Zealand, Queensland, and Australia. He did. Jeez. I don't know how actually that happened, Mick. Mm. I really don't know. Well, yeah. I, I played with him for Queensland, and I played against him in the 2000 World Cup final. He was the centre for, um, he was the centre for New Zealand in the final. Tony Carroll was big tons. Up. He was a hard man. Oh, man. tough man. I played with Tony Carroll in the under 12 Queensland side. He would have, he's from Woodford, wasn't he? West uh, of, everyone, west of every, Brisbane. Everyone was talking about him. I was talking about this kid, Mad Dog, Mad Dog, and I'm just <laughs> like, who is this kid, Mad Dog? And then I played against Michael. He's a Mad Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Massive jaw. Yeah. Uh, Philip Mudgy says, guys from November one, the Tigers are going after Joy Arrow for big money. Now he's on big money at South Sydney now, and he'd be a good signing. Really good, good signing. Yeah. Great guy off the field. A hard trainer. Got a good offload as well. Good engine mm. as well. That'd, that'd be a smart signing for the for the Tigers. Yeah, he, like made a real, he made a real difference to South when he came back. Absolutely. That hamstring injury early yeah. he made a big difference when he came onto the South can't afford to lose him. No, no, they can't. No, they can't. I don't, I don't think they will. They don't have a good forward rotation going at the moment, I don't think. Well, they've got... Um, they're going to have to pay big money to get him out of South because he's on really big money at mm. South when he signed from the Gold Coast, didn't well, he? Yeah, 800 or something. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. Mm. Ken Murray's long term. Yeah. Cool Matungi. Still on the market. Cool mm. mm. Matungi hasn't, hasn't re-signed. No, he's going to go to November 1. Tom, Tom Burgess. They might go after him. And uh, they've got Shaq Mitchell. Oh, if, you had to, if, you, if you could take Jai Arrow or Cool Matungi, who are you taking? Oh, oh. different position. Mm. Yeah, I know, but you can only have one of them. I'd say Jai Arrow. Just the, yeah. Well, he's probably going to get more done for you in the middle, isn't he? But like Lyle Matungi, he's a, he had a, he had a couple of games in the middle this year. Yeah. Different player in the middle, but geez, devastating I don't want to make that edge. decision. Tough decision. I love isn't both it? of them. Yeah, I love so Jai off the field. I've known Jai since he's about nine or 10 years of age. He's just such a great kid. I'll tell love, you what. I love Kalama Matungi. Claim to fame. Hmm. I, uh, officially, uh, I was in the middle. Of a of a game between the Burley Bears and the Rang Roosters. You were playing for Burley. No, I was refing. Oh, you were oh, refereeing. You were a referee. Oh, I used to oh, do me just. Oh, and that I worked it out. That's ridiculous. I worked it out. The referee. Oh. No, <laughs> Joy. Uh, no, well done. Give him back to the game. Yeah, Joy, nice. Joy was Joy was playing for Narang. Yeah, and yep. Keegan. Hipgrave. Was playing for Burley. Oh yeah. No, yeah. no. Joy was playing for Burley. Okay. Keegan was playing for Narang. Mm. All out brawl. Yep. On the field. Mm. A parent ran on. <laughs> they used to have, they standard. used to go at it, those two, mm. as kids. I remember watching them coming through the ranks. Mate, yep. unbelievable. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. The referee's boss said to me after the game, do you think you could have stopped that? Yeah. <laughs> Keegan <laughs> Hipgrave was no one chance. that just, I just didn't, he, he had a few injuries, Keegan Hipgrave. Yeah, had he bad a, head knocks. He was a good player. Yeah, man. he was a very Gee. good player. Simon from Balgowney says, can New South Wales get a coach from New South Wales like Greg Inglis? <laughs> yeah, nice. Okay, sports update. Thanks to Irrigear to save time and water. Irrigear is here. Now, we, we said earlier on, we're going to go through this very impressive Samoan side, coached by Benny Gardner and also Jamie Soward is his, his assistant. Go through this side. For the listeners who haven't heard it, this is a crack team. Mm. So so at fullback, this is the, to- the Samoan side. At fullback, they've got Sua Falonga, the, the young Melbourne player who lit them up in the last Good round. Player. Yep, Murray Tualangi. And Brian Toto on the wings, like good, good yep. wingers. Isaac Tungor and young Tonamapaya in the centres. Mm-hmm. They've got Stephen Crichton in the sixth jersey, which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, Dejan Arcee at, at seven. Uh, they've got uh, Yutikmanu, uh, Gordon Chankum Tong, good and player. Junior Polo in the front row. Wow. Luciano Leilua and uh, Conley Lamuelu in the back row with Keenan Palisea. It's a good forward the, pack, isn't it? Locking the scrum. Spencer Lenu on the bench. 
Terrell May. Good player. Hila Lukey. Good player. Ronald Volkman yes. on the bench. Royce Hunt, 18th man. Yeah. That's that is, interesting, isn't it? And then they've got um, Justin Matamua, Greg Marju, and Tommy Talao uh, all in the squad. Wow. That, that, good depth. They could throw Murray Tawalungi in the centres if you get an injury. You throw Tommy Talao on the wing uh, or in the centres as well. Got Greg Marju there. I mean, yeah, it, it's a it's a solid it, it's a solid footy team. They get if they get this right, they'll challenge Australia. They'll they'll they're a big chance, big big chance. And people who are saying, "Oh, Stephen Crichton at six, he has played a little bit there in his junior reps, but he's just an athlete." Yeah, doesn't matter where he plays fullback, well, he's the wing, sort of guy centre. You want, you want to have the ball in his hands. He's just as a, as he's just an athlete. Just had a look at their World Cup team. Yeah. Um, Far Longo wasn't wasn't there. They had Suli mm-hmm. fullback. Yep. Halen yeah. May on the wing. Crichton and Lafay in the centres. Toto other winger. Luai five A. Yeah. Yep. Anthony Milford half. Yep. Paulo and Royce Hunt front rowers. Uh, Harris Davida hooker. Yep. Uh, Sale and Sua in the back row and Kafusi lock. Well, I think that's a better forward pack they've got. Now. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, they've got yeah, a yeah. recognised hooker in, in Chan Kum Tong. Yeah. I think they're just missing Luai. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. That'd be interesting. Irrigear offers expert advice, better irrigation solutions to save time and water. Irrigear is here now. It's very exciting if you're an AFL fan because Trade Radio is here, and that is all the trades that are going post-season, the draft, and this is the update for Continental Tyres. Engineered in Germany, proven in Australia. Now, Melbourne midfielder. Everyone's very critical of the Demons at the moment. They're... I heard um, Gary Lyon on SEN this morning saying everyone's questioning Melbourne and their what they you know the the buzzword which is culture at the moment. They've won a a AFLW premiership. They've won a men's premiership. They've, mm. They're not travelling too badly. Melbourne midfielder James Harms has been traded to the Western Bulldogs in exchange for a future third round pick. Now that can get a little bit confusing, but if you want to get a certain player, you got to give up something. Yeah. So you give up a future pick mm. where you want to be able to make sure that your squad is really strong, that you're not going to have to rely on that pick later on in the trade. Mm. And Collingwood has tabled Fremantle's Lockie Schultz, a four-year offer, including a trigger for a fifth season. Not sure who that's in favour of in its bid to land him during this trade period. So if you're an AFL fan, this is a really exciting part of the season, this uh, this trade period. It's what we miss out on, really, isn't it? Yeah, we spoke about it last night. I don't think you can have a draft in rugby league because it takes away from the clubs that do really good development. Mm. But if you're a player, if you're Keon Kulamatungi coming off contract, you want to go to the open market, you go into a draft. Mm. And you let pl- you let clubs, you put a number on your head and then clubs, the clubs from 17 up get the opportunity to see whether they you. can fill it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the way you can really... Well, it would stop the stronger clubs getting stronger. Well, it? yeah, it's far so more get, attractive, yeah, isn't Yeah, you go into the draft and, and, and the teams from bottom to top get the, get to pick in that yeah. order out of that and try to negotiate a deal or you stay where you are. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Continental Tyres for the Trade Radio Update, engineered in Germany, proven Australia. Search Continental Tyres today. Now for the leg up. Great tips. For the last three weeks, this has been really successful. So... If you'd like to have a little bit of a flutter, imagine what you could be buying instead. The Leg Up, Australia's fastest growing tipping service. Now, Warwick Farm, we got one. We do have Pat. one. I'm just looking for it. Race six, number 11, I think it is. Oh. Serene Nick. <laughs> yeah, I'll, mate, my, my mouse doesn't work. I'll blame that. This, uh, so, Serene <laughs> Nick, it's a mare uh, worth a gamble at the odds. A couple of city class mares, three back, and has, has uh, had some excuses of past two races. 
And for more reports, looks like it's got plenty to offer. So that's Warwick Farm, race six, number 11, Serene Nick. Can win at odds. Can win at odds. Maps well this race for us, so get, get get amongst it. Get a leg up with the bookies, with the bookies, with Australia's fastest growing tipping service, thelegup.com.au. We promised her earlier on, and after the break on Sats and Rat for Sports Day, Taryn Dickens, gold medalist in the Invictus Games, joins us here on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6, with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia, train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Taryn Dickens, who's well ahead here. This is going very nicely for the Australians. Taryn Dickens, an able seaman, 40 years old. She joined the Royal Australian Navy in 2017 as a weapons rate electronics technician. She is quite athletic. She specializes in cycling and the Nordic combined skiing event. I love this concept, the Invictus Games, mm, and the best. I'll introduce our, our guest very, very soon. And it was founded in 2040. You know, Prince Harry was one of the, yeah. the original oh, well, I'm creators. Well, I asked Taryn about that, but yeah. go on. <laughs> and and you can, you got something in common. You've met royalty as I well. Have, I yeah, have. In Buckingham yeah. Palace. <laughs> yeah. But it's a great concept, the Invictus Games. Of course, it was founded in 2014. It was a purpose to bring those serving and veterans together through sport. It's a great connection, uh, especially if you're returning service, men or women, as well. And our next guest for World Gym Australia, Improving Lives Through Fitness, our next guest just competed for Australia in the 2023 Invictus Games in Dusseldorf, September, just gone. Taryn Dickens, as you heard the audio, welcome to Sports Day. Good afternoon, Jess. What an introduction, um, <laughs> listening to your name get thrown out yeah, there. Yeah. That's not a moment I'll forget in a hurry. Well, I, I don't think you should, should forget that as well because no I'm thinking... September. It's only uh, it's not not that long ago. You'd still be on a high with, uh, and we're going to talk about your achievements very soon. But you must still be on a high. Oh, certainly. Um, it was uh, such an experience being there, um, just with athletes, with um, disabled athletes, people with mental health struggles, and you're all on the same page. It's just an incredible place to be. Now, when you talk about the mental health space, which, of course, is you know, so important and, and so much awareness around it, with returning servicemen and women, and, and again, you don't have to be injured in, uh, in active duty as well. You right. just have to be in the armed services. So the mental health space, is, is this giving a, a really good motivation for, for those returning servicemen and women for something they can to still have that competitive aspire event, to, yeah, something yeah. to aspire to? Yeah, it certainly is. And it's not just the games that um, in the Invictus Foundation focus on. Like the games are a great place to, to, to get to if, if that's your goal, but they just help you to, to be engaged and, and have that common, common conversation about sport in a, a place where you can feel comfortable with your own mental health. Your condition, it was, it was something that just came out of the blue. I, I, was, I was shocked to sort of hear about it. Can you tell the listeners sort of what happened? How, how did things come about? Um, over uh, the Christmas period in 2018, going into 2019, I thought I had sort of something like a migraine. My vision went quite funny. Looks like I was, um, for those of us born in the 80s and before that, uh, looked like I was looking through a kaleidoscope. And um, it just never went away. So when we all went back to work, I um, sought some assistance from our health centre and 
my journey started there with um, mental health and uh, facing life with a disability. It took about six months to get my diagnosis. So, but um, before that, I, I ended up in a bit of a hole and um, put my hand up and said I need some some really intensive help. So I checked myself into the mental health unit and spent six weeks there learning just how to better deal with my emotions and um, cope with grief because it seemed like something I was going to be getting big news. The day I left the mental health unit on the Thursday, on the Friday, I got diagnosed with what's called cone rod dystrophy, which is a little bit similar to retinitis pigmentosa um, in that I'm getting tunnel vision and but I'm also losing my acuity in the centre, so the clearness, the clarity in my vision, and I've lost colour vision and stuff. Um, and I've also lost a lot of depth perception and all those sort of things. And um, it's kind of it's a it's a funny thing because after about three months of of feeling like I had no hope, I saw a doctor who told me it's a life sentence, not a death sentence, and it's pretty much been. All excitement since then, to be honest. So, so you had a friend I hear that, that was sort of into you about you, you were going to, she said, you're going to go to the Invictus Games or you're going to be a Paralympian. Is that something that once you realise, okay, I've been diagnosed, I've got something now that I, I know I've got to deal with, um, now let's just deal with it and get yep. on with life and have some fun and, and make the most of it. Is that Was that the attitude that you took out of it? Yeah, it certainly is. And I'm going to do a bit of name dropping here if you gentlemen don't mind, um, because... The, the friend of mine, uh, Tracy Pelling, who mm. I've known for more than half my life now, um, started, was one of the pioneers of women's rugby league in yep. Queensland. Yes. So um, in the days of Karen Murphy and, and, I mean, Karen Murphy's probably still going, isn't she? But, <laughs> She's coaching. Um, <laughs> Tracy, <laughs> Tracy Pelling is, um, yeah, a real driver for me and, and who I am today. So, and it's, it's, been that whole being involved in women's sport and being an athlete early in life has given me the tools that I use now to keep excelling and to keep motivated and and it is it's sport isn't it guys mm. like sport in in life makes friends and it builds relationships and it gives you a reason to get out of bed and um yeah having them tell me that oh you'll be on the Invictus Games now you've got to get into it, and then here I am. I can't believe it. So, And not only are you in the Invictus yeah. Games, listeners, have a listen to this, picked up gold in the four-minute row. So firstly with the four-minute row. Oh, I hated it. Now, we used to do this this test at the West Tigers. It was 10-minute <laughs> oh. row. You just had to row for 10 minutes. Oh. And if you got over oh. 2,100 metres, you were doing pretty well. Mm. So how long in the four minutes did you get? I'm just saying two seconds. I'm writing down 10 minutes, 2100. Because <laughs> I'll let you know if I can be here. Um, nice. For the four-minute row, I think the four-minute row, I've got 1,054 Wow. Meters. Wow. That's um, insane. Which was a personal best for me. Um, which we did, we did, did that in the morning. Um, and then we did the one-minute row in the afternoon as well. Yeah. So, and I've got three... I'd, just pulled just over 300 metres in the last stroke mm. in the one minute as I, well. So I was stoked. Yeah, that, that's amazing. I, I've, I've got to ask, like the, the energy at the Games, like it must be different to like an Olympic Games where, you know, 
the, the, the silver medalist is so dejected or the, the person who doesn't finish in the medals, they're <laughs> sort of throwing their arms up. I've watched some video of the Invictus Games and it just looks like the greatest group of people, camaraderie-wise, energy-wise, it just looks amazing to be a part of. A lot of people there, and myself included, like you just you can't imagine yourself achieving a lot of things when you start the journey. I, I guess you know the, the the word the journey, but it is a journey, and you just you start with mental health, just thinking, oh, this is just me. I don't even want to get out of bed, go to sleep, and I don't. Even, I just hope that I wake up tomorrow. And then you you're standing on stage, or you. You're sitting on a roller next to people from other countries and everyone is just happy to be there. It's, it's not, you're not, I mean, you're focusing on what you've got to do and, and what you would like to achieve for yourself, but it's it's not about looking next to you going, I'm going to be here. Yeah, it's bigger, isn't like it? It's, it's, it? It is so much bigger and mm. it's, um, it's, um, it's, you know, personal bests. Everyone... Yeah. Most people at the games just want to get a personal best. It's not about a medal. And it's, um, I was very fortunate and honestly to say that um, all my medals that I got, except the powerlifting, which was the bronze, mm-hmm. where all my gold medals were personal best. So I'm so proud. And a lot of the Australian team were the same. So they're very big achievements. They're not just gold medals. They're actual personal bests on the day, which is just huge. Good stuff. Now, before before Maddie, before Rat asks you the question about royalty, I'll ask you this: if if you've got any of our listeners (laughs) out there that have got that that are um, in the armed forces at the moment and would be thinking about doing the Invictus Games as an athlete, what would you be your advice to them to to take that step forward? Do it. Um, Definitely do it and look at it. For the opportunity that it is and um, write down somewhere why you signed up in the first place Mm -hmm. and what you want to get out of it because you don't want to forget those two things. You can get caught up in everything as you do when big sporting opportunities come around or any opportunities in life, I guess. You get caught up in the excitement. But if you can just keep your focus on why you signed up for it and what you would like to get out of it. Like for me, I just wanted to learn how to be a blind athlete. And in that arena, that sporting arena, because I've never been a blind athlete. I've never been blind before, except the last four years, and it's going to get blinder for me. So learning that in an environment where I feel safe, because I know everyone around me, if I have a panic attack or something goes wrong, I know that everyone around me understands. So it's such a beautiful environment to learn about yourself. No, that's, that's good awesome. stuff. Yeah. So awesome. um, we've got, I've got to ask you, was Prince Harry on hand to present you your medal or anything? Was there any yeah. medals there? Oh, look, Prince Harry did present a lot of medals. Um, he did come and say good day to the Australian team. Awesome. But I'm not going to big note my own crack too much, but I was off being a good captain. <laughs> when oh, nice. he came to meet the Australian team, so I missed out. Oh, so, bummer. I'll see a, I might be able to tee something up later. Sad, <laughs> yeah, do that. Cause, um, <laughs> yeah, I was a bit sad I didn't meet him, but um, it was, yeah, being there and seeing him is 
you I, know, I, seeing people in the flesh that you only see on TV is pretty cool regardless. Yeah, so. I, I reckon you'll be back there and I reckon you'll be winning more gold too. Um, so I don't think there's going to be any danger in you not meeting Harry exactly. in the future. Exactly. Yeah, but, thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Taryn Dickens, uh, congratulations on what was a really successful 2023 Invictus Games. And on behalf of World Gym Australia, we want to say congratulations. Well done. And they're improving lives through fitness and you're improving everyone else's lives by sending a, a great message. So thanks for taking time out to join us on Sports thank you. Day. Yeah, thanks, guys. Have a good one. Hey, cheers. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. We've got a couple of texts in relation to Taryn Dickens. Simon from Balgownie says, I'm sorry I missed her name. What a brave and lovely lady she is. Great interview, guys. Yeah, she is. Taryn Dickens, the name is. Mm. And she was a gold medalist in the Invictus Games just gone through. So to to suffer what she suffered at at the age of 36. Frightening. Absolutely frightening. Yeah. Yeah. And also Lee Crooks from Huddersfield. I wonder if it's the same Lee Crooks, the former Pommy front rower. He's texting and said... What an inspiration she is to listen to. Mm. Yeah, outstanding. Yeah, she's an amazing young lady. She is. And, Rat, before we get to That's Ridiculous, you just spoke to your daughter, Phoenix, who's playing under-16 Queensland Australian titles. And give us an update. She just scored her first goal for Queensland. <laughs> you! Is she a left-foot striker? <laughs> she's, a, uh, she's, she's not a left-foot striker. She plays up front, but she, she normally plays on the wing, but they've got her playing in a... Does she kick right foot crap like you used she, to? She, she's, she's a right footer she, and she's got a cannon on her, but she, she's got a great left foot too. So they normally put her on the left because there's not too many left footers around. So. What, what's her goal route? Is it to go? Uh, no, they're, they're, well, apparently they're, they're, they just had a 1 1 draw with New South Wales. So no, that, what's her goal? What's her goal? <laughs> not that yeah, she score does a she goal. Want to play at the <laughs> top level? Uh, well, of course. Yeah. I mean, she wants to play for the Matildas. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but man, that, there are a lot of there are a lot of very good young women who play in soccer in this country. It's in, it's in a good place. She's playing what? She's playing twenty ones and twenty threes. Played twenty threes, under sixteen, under seventeens. Yeah, she sort of bounces between. And she's bow legged like a dad. She'll probably play twenty threes next year. Yeah, wow, full time. That's mm. a, well. I tell you what, playing twenty threes at sixteen. Mm. Come on, that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. That's ridiculous. There's got to be an investigation into this. This has got to be someone's got to be accountable for this. <laughs> I've got I've got a that's ridiculous from four three four text that just came in. It says I just right. I just listened to your comments about the costs of soccer. Couldn't agree with you more. It's outrageous and a joke. Basketball is the same. I have two boys. One plays soccer and the other basketball. Both hideously expensive. <laughs> I just forked out three grand for my boy to play in the state basketball champs. Then I listened to radio and Basketball Australia has paid Scotty Pippen 700000 to come out here for four days. What a joke. Come on, that's ridiculous. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, well, we didn't pay four grand for my daughter to be down in Sydney, but we paid more than three. Oh, <laughs> and it's just wow. unbelievable. Yeah. What about this from Cam? My missus has the Christmas tree up already. Oh, Come is, on, that's, that's ridiculous. I do, I do love having the Christmas tree up, but my, I, I, my wife keeps it up to like February. Well, mate, I do, I do that. I buy the Christmas tree. I, I do. I get the live Christmas tree. You order it. The smell of the, the pine. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, the it? house just smells amazing. Yep. They come in like on the first of December when you order it. They put it up, professionally decorate it, mm-hmm. put, put it in the pot, and they give you a little thing to water it. And then two weeks after Chrissy, they come, take it all down, take it away. Now, now it's Rat the best. told us in the break, mm-hmm. the 
cost six hundred dollars for a Christmas tree See, every you, year. You can't. Come on, that's ridiculous. <laughs> no, no, you I can't scold about more. that. No, no, no. But but my kids, right? If my kids were like seven and nine yeah. and loved putting the Christmas tree up, mm. I'd be all good. But they don't give a rip. <laughs> <laughs> They're like seventeen and sixteen, and they just want you to do it. I'm like, no, I'm they not don't doing help it. Out. Do you still get? Your kids saying, can I open up one present the night before? Oh, mate. Uh, um, the week before. That'd can we be Max. Max would be all over one? Maxie's pretty good. Phoenix yeah. is rotten. Mick from <laughs> Wellington. Two from two wins New Zealand in the Cricket World Cup. Yeah, they beat the Netherlands, didn't they, mm. last night? Smashed England in the first game. Now, since Wendy is pick and choose what Glenn's narrative... This is another That's Ridiculous. Yeah, since Wendy use pick and choose what Glenn's narrative is, his status has skyrocketed that bigger than the show. The Come humble, on, that's ridiculous. The, the humble manner in the way he handles his fame is inspirational. <laughs> Come on, You're that's ridiculous. Honestly. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, I've got one here for you. What about this? The Wyoming State Penitentiary in 1910, which, of course, is a prison, they had a baseball team, and they were all made up of death row inmates. The execution dates were delayed as long as they kept winning. Oh, wow. Come on, that's ridiculous. What about the pressure if you're down by a run going into the last innings, you've got two on base. They're all killed so in you're going Come out on, that's ridiculous. It's like, mate, either hit a homer here or we're going to kill you. Exactly, mm. yeah. Um, oh, God. What about this whiskey program that I learnt about in New Zealand? first person Talk I called about, about it. was Woogie because mm. he loves his whiskey. So he, apparently you, I'm trying to find more information. I want to put a sports day Sports Day crew together. Mm. It's $20,000. So you can have as many as you want. Say pay $2,000 each, have 10 people or yeah. 20 people, pay 1000 each. Good maths there, Sats. So what you do is you own a vat. Right. And so every year you go back and do a tasting and you tell them what, you know, do you want to improve in something? Do you want to add something? You know, whatever it may be. And after 10 years, they empty the vat. You can right. give it its own name. They bottle it all up for you, and you can do whatever you want with it. Oh, I like this. I like the that's sound a good of program. This. Let's yeah. get amongst Come it. Come on, that's ridiculous. Let's get amongst that's it. Let's, good. let's round up some troops. Yeah, and get amongst it. I'm, I'm all over that. What so, was the oh, name? But we my, should. We will. I think in the coming weeks we'll throw a name out there for the sports day list. Oh, my favorite. With. My favorite drink now, yeah. uh, like as a nightcap, mm. is I don't know if you've had it. Did you say nightcap? As a nightcap. You're such a Come on, that's ridiculous. It's called. It's called sheepdog whiskey. It's peanut butter whiskey. Sheepdog whiskey. Sheepdog whiskey. Peanut butter whiskey. It's peanut butter whiskey. And you just put it over Actually, ice. I think they sell it at the sport. My, grand, my grandfather bought me that. It is so ago. good. I love it. Not bad, eh? Yeah, yeah. Your wife. Drink responsibly. Your wife just said, just so my husband doesn't take credit again, I just <laughs> sent him Tim Zoo's contact. Love your work. <laughs> Come on, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I love it. Well, I know that you you're the, the boxing aficionado and he's fighting this weekend. Sunday. I got invited to the fight, but I'm going to be down watching Phoenix, so I can't go. Push it again. Come know. on, that's ridiculous. No, that's not ridiculous because you're going to watch your daughter. Yeah, I know. So that's I'm, all I'm spewing. Is Chloe down there now? No, she's not, actually. She's working. So they've got the rounds, and then the finals are Thursday, Friday, so I'm going down tomorrow and watch watch Thursday, Friday. So. Mm. Mm. You'll have it in your ear, though, won't you, right? Have Tim Zoo in your ear. And, of course. Yeah. We're all over it. Be, yeah. be, be watching it on um, pay-per-view on my phone. Now, um, just really quickly, a couple of texts. This is in relation to our chat around Origin. I think Queensland will always care more about Origin. It's the little brother, big brother thing. I like New South Wales to win, but to be honest, I care much more about the NRL competition. Tommy from Sydney. Mm. And I think 
Tommy, I think you're right, but unfortunately I think there's a lot of people that are starting to think that way. And you don't want people to think that way, do you? Because it's the pinnacle of the game, Origin. Yeah. Well, as a player, it's playing for, playing for Australia, but as a fan, it's, it's all about Origin. Smithy the Eels is up me. He says, Rat, how would you know the Queensland won... How would you how would you know the Queensland won more than the New South Queensland won it more than New South Wales? Have you ever wore a New South Wales jumper rat? Just because you lose a game doesn't mean you want it any more than the other team. So you're saying Brisbane didn't want it as much as Penrith. I bet they did. It's just Penrith were better on the night. No, yeah, I get that. But, it, but I'm I'm talking about the bigger picture. Mm. I'm talking about the the overall sort of scheme of things and how it's handled from a New South Wales perspective. And I don't think the way that it's being bandied around the media. Now, look, it's media talk too. Yeah. So, but 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 offering it as a part-time job and and not giving it the the, the credit it deserves as a full-time role, I think just shows that you know Queensland are a little bit ahead of the game in that respect. It's not just that, right? Though it's it's Billy Slater, right? Mm. Yeah. Well, who's he got around him? JT, Cam Smith, Cam Smith, mm. Nate Miles, Josh Nate Miles, Josh Hannay, yeah. Alfie, mm. right? Compare that to the Blues uh, coaching well, like, you know, makeup of last Freddie, Origin series. Brandy, Danny Badiris. That's it. I mean, it's, it's not bad. It's not a bad line. I'm not saying that it's bad, but I'm saying get some plays in there get with more some in, grunt. More, more people around it. Mm. Get but bloody Gally involved. Birdie. Get Birdie involved. Birdie would be, be good to have around. Just some ticker in <laughs> the school. I think Gal's a bit polarizing. Mm. Gal's pretty polarizing. Mm. Um, I... I uh, yeah, I, I know Birdie's a man of the people. Like every everyone who's played with or against Birdie or knows Birdie, love Birdie. Like he'd be he'd be a great one to have in amongst it. And if if Cardi gets the gig, I would be shocked if Birdie's not a guy in there. Yeah, okay, who, yeah. He's got in there mm, with him. Yeah, I'll tell shocked. you what. If whoever gets the gig, they should be paying Phil Gould and New South Wales Rugby League should be paying him some money to just self promote. What's that? Just to promote the Origin. Mm. He Dust. promotes it better than. Than anyone in Origin. He... Well, I thought. I look. I, in my opinion, I think that's who they need there. I think they need Gus taking like. Um, listen, if you get out of my way, give me the job. I'll do it for two years. I'll get us back to where we need to be. And move. I'll on. get the spirit back into this. Well, it's exactly what Wayne's done on a number of occasions. Absolutely. And yeah. and look, I think you know, love mentor... him or hate him, there's very few that that get it like 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 Gus gets it. Mm. I mean, yep. and and what he would bring in terms of. The um, the meaning and the desire and what it means to be a blue like it's he may he, and it could be other a, players might know it as as well, but they can't articulate it as well good as point. Gus. And it, it might be a succession plan thing, right? Like you say, two years and have, have an understudy that that eventually just folds into that role. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. let's get to a break. Sats and rap for sports day. We'll wrap the show up after this. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. And he's got great hands. A wonderful player. Oh, knocked sideways there by the man you were just talking about. And a little bit different too. Ricky Stewart, who was coaching Australia, played Glenn Stewart on the left-hand side. Tonight, he's played solely on the right-hand side, as he does with the Manly Club. Anthony Frankie has played to the left, unlike at the Gold Coast. As Gallon oh, flicks a, a wonderful ball to Billy Slater, who's still going. Slater it is. Eventually, the ball 
coming free and finding the touchline again. Now, this is the one weakness in Billy the Kid's game. I love him. He's a marvellous player. He's great for rugby league. The kids love him. But every now and then, he's got one of these careless ones in him. He comes around and then with a little one-handed, nothing pass. And that's, that's just not on. Now, here's Benji Marshall. Out at 5'8", with Nathan Fien serving the scrum. And Marshall plucked out of midair to be tackled. Then Mannering for Rapati and Rapati offend and then a ball out for Vatavay. He comes to Glenn Stewart. In fact, he comes to four of them and eventually they win the day, the green and gold kangaroos. Here is Hohaya away from dummy half and Falau is showing him the sideline. Hohaya to play it close to that line. Now it's over for a half volley pickup by Marshall and back for Vatavay, who's seven metres away from the line. Fourth gone for the Kiwis. Desperately in need of a try, and that's Jeff Lima in 15. On tackle five. Marshall screaming for it on the outside. Here he is again, the ball bouncing to him. To Nathan Fiend, to Greg Eastwood. It's gone over to Soliola and off his fingertips in the touch. Well, I reckon Greg Eastwood had five blokes to pass it to, and he picked out the wrong one. He only had to give it to the man alongside of him to make it very, very interesting. He gets the ball here, he's just got to give it to the next bloke, then the next bloke, then the next bloke, and he goes for the ultimate, throws it out wide. Greg Inglis. Thurston with a little kick, and it was taken by Asatasi to Ohio, to Marshall, and he's taken high by Stewart. On, mate. So New Zealand a penalty on their own 40-metre line in centre ground. Sunday, talking of Glenn Stewart, who's on camera, will be here to televise Brisbane up against Manly. Jeff Lima shouldering it up towards the 20 metre line. 22 to 6 after seven minutes of the second half gone. Marshall with some light work. Fiend with that catch and pass that came to Harrison, went to ground, and he's nullified the tackle count. So one of the Kangaroos played at the ball, and this is Eastwood realizing that there's a full set waiting to be used. Ohio for Lima for Asatasi and the South Sydney Kappa's tackle. 12 away from the line. Ohio wrestled down by Stewart. Eight metres out from the Kangaroos try line. Asatasi then almost in slow motion. And then he wished he was seven foot six. He tried to stretch out and put it over the line. Ohio. Feen, Feen. Back for Nightingale. Out to Saliola. I thought it went to the feet. That's why I said it might not be. Well, New Zealand had a couple of opportunities down that right-hand side in this last set of six. Earlier on, Benji Marshall showed his dangerous best. And the dummy inside, the dummy inside, create on the outside. A good decision defensively. And then if that pass had been thrown, caught and passed into one motion by Soliola, 
Parrott scores. Not easy to do. But a quick catch and pass would have been to an unmarked man. Now you watch when Simon Katz runs the football. He likes to get on the outside of a man so he can get that left-hand carry turned into a left-hand unload. He ran out of space there as Watmo up through the centre of the ruck. Sort of went out from his own line, almost centre field. And the penalty goes to Australia. Yeah. that it was up around the head. Now this is a test for the Kiwis. They're 16 behind. They've just had a couple of disappointments. And now Australia off the back of a penalty will come down into attacking zone. Can they defend to it under a bit of fatigue? This is Bailey. And 32 metres away from the Kiwi line. Australia leading the VB test match by 22 to 6. Cameron Smith is with the ball and held by Lima and Fiend and Harrison and Ohio. Was underneath it all getting trampled on little Lance. Now it's going to lock here. Then Stewart now Slater looking for a try. He's over the line. In fact, Big Manu threw him over the line. Slater gets the mandatory try for Team Slater. Players who have the ability to get the football over the line just have great awareness. He had work to, to do with this try, but watch the offload from Glenn Stewart. He has got the hands of a 5'8 inside back, Glenn Stewart. Nicely worked play, back on the inside, catch and pass, soft hands. Stewart, he's got work to do, Slater, but spins around and slams the football down. John Thurston, or Jonathan Thurston's got the chance to convert and put Australia out even further to 28 points to six from 10 metres in from touch and he rakes it wide. So no goal for Thurston. Scoreboard 26 to six Australia after 58. And a comment on the sideline from Wally Lewis. Well, the Kangaroos have now really taken control of the match. Very well placed, perfect running from Billy Slater into a, into a hole. Harrison with a pass across to that's uh, Sikamanu who's on in jumper 18. And that's the reason that Tim Sheens, as we see a penalty for New Zealand, again, the hand on the ball, he likes that, the referee. Tim Sheens moved Benji Marshall into the number seven jersey because he said Benji was getting the ball 40 or 50 times in a game, but by moving him to halfback, he was getting the ball 60 or 70 times. And with that talent, he's going to do more good things with it. it allows a handful whenever he touches it. Zasatasi. Being wrapped up there by Gidley and Steve Price. Just outside the Australian 20-meter line, Adam Blair. Met by Anthony Watmo. Steve Price. And Anthony LaFranchi. Halatower's back. Fiend on. Run around Mannering. On it goes. Marshall on. Rapati on. Now here's the beast. Manu has scored. I don't know what we're looking at. The ground, uh, the ground. That was beautiful. That was a set play that just unfolded like clockwork. They took their time. They straightened the attack when they had to. Too often tonight they've been guilty of going across field and nullifying an attack that was becoming promising. And Varda White has only got to hold this, which he's done. The green light. So it's a try. As New Zealand belatedly come back. 
Manu Vatave scores the second New Zealand try, and there's the kick at goal, and it's away. So the difference with this scoring play is that they put the ball through the hands. There was no fancy cutout passes or anything. Every man was just able to slip the ball onto the next man, and they ate up the they ate up the Australian defence. Watch this, a decoy run. Now a little bit of an outside. A little bit of this, all through the hands. Pass, pass, pass. That's brilliant. That's what they haven't done when they've sent the ball wide this tonight. Vadave finally rolling over the top of Darren Lockyer and Billy Slater. A comment sideline. Ben Eichen. Look, I just noticed on that try. I don't know if you saw it there. The end of that backline movement, but little Darren Lockyer coming across in cover defence on big Manu Vadovine. He gave it his best shot, but I don't think he even made a dent. Here's Halitau now for Harrison. And Bronson is proving very hard to stop in some of the things he's done here tonight. He's blossomed into a good footballer, Bronson Harrison. That is Manu. He's been one of the best on the field, Bronson Harrison. His first half was outstanding, and I, I was very interested to see how he came up in the second stanza, but he's been just as strong. So this is Roy Asatasi. Oh! Marshall swallowed up by Lockyer's tackle. Yeah, well, little Darren Lockyer might have made a bigger dent on that occasion than he did on Manu. And a knock-on. Beautifully read. Blindsided him. And ensuing struggle. Ball pops out. So captain on captain. 300 first grade games last week. And he's still got the tenacity to get up there and make an influence with his defence. 46 test appearances. That is a legend. He's equal Mal Meninga's record tonight. I'm wondering, can he equal Ken Irvine's try scoring record? He's one short. Of Ken's 33. This is Hodges. For you younger people, he was an outstanding winger, very fast. He was involved in many a professional sprint, particularly against, I think, Michael Cleary from memory. This is Stephen Price. And he was a co-commentator with me many, many years ago, the late Ken Irvine. Ball play back for Kurt Gidley to go on for Darren Lockyer. Then Billy Slater, good pass from Slater. Boy, the score, or did he go into touch? Oh. Australians crowd around. Yeah, this is going to be very, very close. His feet, his legs will be very close to being on or over the sideline as the ball is going down. Well worked play, cut out pass was the key one. Blue and white boots are his, swivels around. Can't see from that angle, but he'll have done very, very well if he's if he's kept that right leg in the field to play. It'll be miraculous if he has. It'll be his first try in a test jumper if he has, but I think that right foot might have got a little scrape of line, or was it elevated? It was elevated. Look, it's a try! It's a benefit of the doubt try. It couldn't have been his divot because Detective Bill Harrigan was in the box. He's got white boots on, by the way. It was a good try, though. Great pass from Billy Slater. Two-handed pass, not the one-handed pass. His boot made the divot. Rabbits, look at it. It's right there. You can see it. Right on the line. Billy Slater with the two-handed pass. That's better.
kick to convert Darius Boyd's try that was given by Bill Harrigan. That's a great kick. That's a great kick. Now, 13 minutes to go. The World Cup champions have got to show some pride here because I tell you what, Australia is going to come right after them. Look at this kick. Straight through the post. But it's one thing to be world champions. You've got to show some pride in that. They don't want this to blow out to 40-odd or 50. They've got to keep fighting. Brent Kite on the carry back to the 20-meter line. Steve Price. Hasn't had a lot of game time tonight, Steve Price. So, well, it seems to me that's the case. And when I look up at his work rate, just 15 tackles and only six hit-ups, he's been used sparingly tonight. By his standards. Oh, gee, that was heavy. From Blair on Watmore. So it's gone on now for Thurston. A show and a give. And Lockyer is short and away. LaFranchi back for Lockyer. Here's Billy Slater again. He puts in a kick. Kirk Gidley's after it. So too was Saliola. And it's come off him, I fancy. Line dropper. Well, there was great desperation there from New Zealand. Beautiful lead-up play by the Australians. That's a collision between Blair and Watmo. Here's a sweeping play for the inside support. And look at the black and white jerseys arriving. Nightingale went for the slips catch, but Benji Marshall and Soliala denied Kurt Gidley. We've got to hold on here, the Kiwis. The Australians smell blood in the water. I'm telling you, they are revved up and ready to rumble. They want points, and plenty of them. Marshall's drop kick taken by Slater. Steve Price goes back taken down by Soliola inside the 30-meter line. Played for Gidley. Now for Brent Kite. To the 20-meter line for Australia. At 32 to 10, and Bronson Harrison gets another rest as Lockyer puts a short ball on the, on the stomach of Anthony LaFranchi, who plays at 10 away. Gidley blindside, Lockyer Slater's over again! Billy Slater has put it over the line again. Well, we're going upstairs because New Zealand will say that there was a, a shepherd here, but I think they've just been bamboozled. Like a thief in the night, Billy has come around from left to right between behind decoy players. Let's have a look at Darren Lockyer and Justin Hodges. Not Jerome Rapati comes flying in. Hodges runs into a gap. That brings Vatavai in. And Sydney Heads opens up in Brisbane for Billy Slater. Billy scored that try because of bad defensive decisions. That's uh, unbelievable. You know, this is, this is how referees do not understand the game. And, you, and you've got one of the greatest referees of all time, Bill Harrigan, here on this video referee decision. But it shows that it's one thing to know the rules. It's another thing to know rugby league. And that is a beautifully worked play, precision play, but the referee wants some eloquent interpretation of a decoy rule to overrule great football. Drives me insane. This is Jeffrey Lima, and I think, I think most fair-minded people would agree with it, what Gus is saying. And you, it's Peter. unbelievable. Yeah. Jerome Rapati moves in for Darren Lockyer. If Jerome Rapati hadn't come in, Darren Lockyer goes straight through. 
Justin Hodges is running into a, a gap. And that brings Manu Vatavoy in. He doesn't ask Manu to come to the dance with him. But Manu says, I want to dance with you. How can you blame Billy Slater and Australia for that? Look, and this is what I mean about referees sitting down trying to find a one-size-fits-all interpretation. It doesn't work. You've got to know rugby league and what the attack's trying to do and what reaction you get from the defence. That's a disgraceful decision. So Cameron Smith for Stephen Price, who flicks it out the bat for a supportive number nine again in Cameron Smith. Played for Thurston. And he's got Price with him. He'll stand and not load. He does. An attempted intercept should nullify. Inglis gets it away. No, he's changed his decision. I thought he nullified the tackle well, count. There was, I think Sam Perrett went through and touched it. So why wasn't that play on? He, he signalled knock-on, so he's saying that apart from Sam Perrett, there was an Australian knock-on. Yeah, you see, Sam Perrett knocked it on first, and there may be a knock-on in trying to retrieve the ball. Here's the pass from Price over the top. Perrett takes the odds to it, gets his hands to it, and we're assuming... Uh, Greg Inglis, Greg yeah. Inglis got right, a little knock-on. Great call. Here's Slater oh. out from the back of the scrum. The inside pass for Inglis would have been difficult to stop. Slater at the moment is all over the park. And it's Thurston with a one-handed offering for Price. And then Inglis, a diving pass. It went tunnel ball through Brent Kite. It's with Anthony Watmo. They're still going on with it. Lockyer stops on his right foot and turns it back for Brent Kite. And Kite shrugs away from Soliola before being held by Fee and by Manu. So they play it on the 20-metre line, the Kangaroos. And here is Steve Price to the 10-metre line. Cameron Smith, right side, Thurston. Then for Lockyer, now for LaFranchi, then for Slater. And here is Justin Hodges giving another try. Well, they are singing, aren't they? They're smoking. They're smoking at the moment. Yes, you're up by, against a tired and totally bewildered defence at the moment. Just unable to stop the offloads and not reacting to where the Australians are looking to attack. He was late coming in, Manu Vatavai, on that occasion. And there's no problem with that. Without too many problems, this should finally be green. Yes, it is a try for Justin Hodges. Like half of the decision-making process, whether it be right or wrong, He's a player, this man, isn't he? Justin Hodges. Keeps going, he could be here for a while. Slater, Queenslander. He's kicked the goal. Lovely kick again from Jonathan Thurston. Now for Thurston. And in for Price. I'll tell you something, doesn't matter how far they get beat by, I certainly won't be criticising Blair, or Mannering, or Harrison. Oh! He's run into Eastwood's shoulder. It was like running into a blacksmith's anvil. Simon Mannering underneath. He fared about as well as Anthony Frankie, who's got up smiling. That's test football. Does he know he's smiling? <laughs> it's one of those nervous smiles that you're really saying to your teammates, is my, is my head still on? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't get out of bed for a week. 
throw seven a seaver. He owned the arm that uh, found Jason Nightingale in that hit that I was talking about. Played by Anthony LaFranchi. And now here's Darren. Across for Greg Inglis. Through one. Through a gap. Puts a little kick in. Well, he's outside. Is he not Gidley? But Gidley goes in and scores. Gidley scores. No, he's got to be straight played as our side, doesn't he? Well, I thought it was, but then I was looking at the referee, and he was standing adjacent to it, Peter. Well, it was a quarterback kicking for the wide receiver. He'd already taken off downfield. But he's on the inside, just gone over the 30-meter line now, Kurt Gidley. Keeps going. Calls for the kick. Does stop. Hang on. Does still. Oh, it's not three. Nice. Oh. We're not coming back to this back foot, front foot thing, are we? I think he's offside. But Silverwood, the referee from the UK, who we've had plenty to read about in the last 24 hours or so, he was as close as you can get. The touch judge had a good, a good shot at it, but it's no try. He did his best, Kurt Gidley. He, he was in reverse engines. But just... Just failed to get back behind Greg Inglis. He called for the kick. He wanted the kick. But he just couldn't stay behind the kick. For Gidley, it would have been his first at test level. But Mr. Silverwood and his officials have turned him down. Well, that's gone back to Bill. Bill Harrigan and his partner, David Pacchiato. Obstruction rule in this game. My God, it must be confusing for yeah look, for, I, for the average punter. I know we've yeah we've, we've been laboured the point again tonight. It hasn't made any difference in the 